How can I help you? Um, can I get a chocolate shake? No, no, man. The machine's broke. Uh, can I get ice cream? No, man. It's the same machine, man. It's broken. Seriously? It's time for another Mickbuster episode. And uh, today it's going to be all about whether the shake machine is actually broken or, you know, or we just joshing you. Guess you're going to have to find out on today's episode of The Fast Food Fix. Well, we're back. And it's a Mickbusters episode. And that it I, is. I think it's a long-awaited Mickbusters episode. Yes. It was uh, brought to me by a good friend from my old state, Chloe, who told me that we should do an episode on the shake machines at McDonald's always being broken. And I think the debunking and the myth about the McDonald's shake machine is that the fast food employee is saying that they don't want to make you a shake or ice cream because they're just being lazy. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess in some cases that could be, it could be. The case? It could be the case, but I guess we're going we're gonna to delve in a little deeper. And the thing is that the only reason why I feel like it's usually not the case because of how much effort it actually takes to make a, a shake. You know what I mean? And, you know, the thing is, is that personally... I don't think people are going out of the way to not make something because of being, you know, just negligence. Just right, being, right, it's right. Just lazy. Like, I don't want to make this because I'm just going to say it's broken, right? Yeah. So just to dive right into this, right? A McDonald's shake machine is like anyone else's shake machine. There's nothing special about it, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, just talking about Wendy's, we're talking about, you know, uh, gas station, whatever, right? They all have the same thing. And personally, I feel like every quick service restaurant runs into these problem problems. I just think that McDonald's comes up more often solely because that they are more predominant. Yeah. Right. If you go into like a metropolitan area, right, Philly or New York or Boston, m- most likely there's going to be more McDonald's than there are right. any other fast food restaurant. So you're going to be more probable to run into these type of issues because of how many issues you can actually have right and i would say the misconception of it being down is not a result of them not wanting to serve you part of the problem is the machine cleaning itself right right and it's called heat mode needing to heat up gallons of shake mix to 165 degrees then being able to cool it down to below 40 degrees within a three hour span and why why is this because it needs to kill the bacteria that's been in it over throughout the day because having it at such opposite extreme temperatures bacteria will grow it's dairy right Mm -hmm. so if this wasn't the case the machine would have to be taken apart and cleaned every single night and in any fast food restaurant this is not what you want to be doing at every close. Right. It's cleaning. It's a very machine. extensive procedure. So. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So this may fail if there's too much mix or not enough mix, right? Because, you know, you have all these parts heating all this stuff up and you have that 
to cool it all down, right? So if there's not enough mix, it's going to overheat. If there's too much mix, it's too much heated and it's not going to cool down within three hours, right? Right. And then the thing is like, and this is an example, cause I'm pretty sure you've seen this and maybe you guys as listeners have also seen this going into a gas station or 7-Eleven and then you got the slushy machine and mm-hmm. then you see like one of them's like completely watery. It's not because it's broken. It's because it's going through a heat mode, right? right? Because they have to, or else they have to clean it every single night. Right. So you may go to a McDonald's or any other fast food restaurant and ask for this last for something late night and the machine may be in heat mode. They're not just not one. It's just, this is just not working. Right. Right. And you know, these machines are not special. Like multiple companies use this brand of shake machine that McDonald's uses. And I've seen them like a lot in like Froyo places and it's this all the same concept, same right. thing goes through the same heat modes, the same parts and everything. And if these machines don't go into heat mode, then they would have to be taken apart. Like I said, every single night and be cleaned. And this avoids the ha- the hassle and it's more convenient for us as like workers. Right. Right. Another problem is that some of these restaurants have not invested into new machines and some could be like 20, 25 years old. Wow. Really? Yeah. And that's way past their life expectancy. And it's just like an old car. If you, if it's old, you're going to run into frequent breakdowns. Right. And it's the same thing that comes with a old machine. Right. So like, like how, how often would you say that these need to get replaced? The machines? Yeah, the machines. How often do they I'd usually get I'd say that they probably last probably about like 15 years. Right. I mean, once you start okay. pushing it past that, it's just like you're just throwing You're just money. bound to get things th- repaired you're, you're throwing things to replace. You've got to replace things inside of it because right. it's, it's refrigeration and refrigeration has a lot of moving parts. And that's what I'm going to be going into next. So it's a nice little segue, right? So even the new machines can break down, right? And And – that's where like, you know, cause I feel like a lot of restaurants are cycling through and getting new machines, but these right. new machines may break down too. Refrigeration is extremely complicated and it involves a lot of moving parts, compressors, condensers, and evaporators, all changing the state of a gas from a low pressure to a high pressure, eventually changing it to a liquid that evaporates to take the heat out of a ref- your refrigerator or air conditioning, etc. right? So I can give you a whole lesson on HVAC and refrigeration, but it's just to point out how complicating a refrigerator say, can get. That sounds like too much. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's it, just explaining how complicated a refrigerator can get. That same concept applies to a shake machine in any frozen dessert machine, right? Right. And, you know, courtesy of my good friend, Tony, who taught me a lot of stuff about HVAC, um, you know, it goes very hand in hand to understanding why the machine can break, right? Right. Because with so many moving parts, so many things can go wrong. If your compressor goes, which usually is the first thing that goes in refrigeration, there is no way you can freeze your product, right? So you're, you're done. Machine's and why, done. And why do you think the compressor is the first thing to go? Is that like the most it's used just, part it's all, of the, the yeah, machine? Is that like- it com- this, that, the compressor is like the actual part that moves it from a low pressure to a high pressure, okay. which it's like, which is key to getting it to a liquid, which actually does the refrigeration part, which cools right. down your house and okay. cools down your refrigerators, right? So without your compressor, it's, you know... You, you're not getting any refrigeration. It, exactly. So... You know, there's no way, like, obviously, there's no way they freeze their product, right? So, you know, let alone cool down your product from heat mode because you don't need a compressor to heat it up because there's another component in there that actually makes it heat up. 
mm-hmm. but there's no way you're going to be able to cool it down to 40 degrees within three hours. 100%. Yeah. Because the thing is, it's a three-hour cycle. So it means it needs to heat up to 165 degrees and cool down to 40 degrees within three hours. It's not like it cools down in three hours. You probably only have an hour and a half to cool down right. to 40 degrees. So that's a lot that you're asking of these these systems, compressors, con- condensers, everything, the refrigeration, right? Because, you know, if it fails, it's not going to work, right? Right. Along with the machine, you know, with with refrigeration – it may be low on refrigerant, which is the gas that I'm talking about that turns from a low pressure to a high pressure mm-hmm. to a liquid that actually, you know, does the job, right? And or if there's a leak, right? right? If this is the case, the ice cream or the shakes will be extremely watery. So as a consumer, if you've ever experienced this, that's one of the reasons why it may be watery. You may get a cone and it looks like very sad or you get an ice cream and it's literally soup. Yeah. Right? Well, it's because the machine may be low in refrigerant. The, the machine wouldn't be working if the compressor wasn't working. It's not going to work, right? But if it's low in refrigerant, it will work, but it's just not going to work properly, right? Right. But once it goes into heat mode, it's always going to fail because it doesn't have enough refrigerant to actually cool it down to get to 40 degrees, mm-hmm. right? So you you only have three hours. Don't forget, right? So refrigerant is crucial for any refrigeration system. Okay. So now the machines, even the old ones, are extremely high tech. This is dairy. It is crucial as quick service restaurants that we are serving you guys dairy products with integrity, right? Because dairy is so like, you know, once it goes over 41 degrees for a certain period of time, like in a refrigerator, you you can't, you got to throw it out, right? But in this machine, it needs to be cleaned and go through these cycles, right? Right. And it knows that it didn't go into heat mode. It knows all these different things. If you go into these computers, it knows exactly when it went to heat mode, what temperature it was at, when it went down to the temperature, how long it took, right? And if there's something wrong, with it, it will lock itself out and then you're not able to use it because it's not going to let you serve ice cream that you wouldn't want to eat yourself. Right. right? For such a simple piece of machinery, it is incredibly intelligent. Yeah. It knows when it needs to be clean and when it needs to go into heat mode and what it needs to do. And if it's not right, if there's something wrong with it, it just locks out, won't let you use it. Right. And then that will probably, this is probably... Part of failing heat mode, this is probably the the most common thing that ends up happening, right? Right. Because, you know, just as a consumer, this is what you're probably running into. So when you're going to a fast food restaurant or McDonald's per se is what we're talking about, you're going to be running into this issue of the machine locking out and not letting you actually serve it. You know, and it this is this is because of issues, the result of the machine not being cleaned or put together properly, right? So let's just go over the cleaning process and okay. putting it together, right? Because the cleaning, now this machine has a lot of moving parts on the inside. So this is not even talking about the refrigeration, not talking about the components on the inside that only a specialty person would actually know about, right? right? Because, and, and these probably are very common in our industry of what what's happening, right? Because there are pumps that add air to the mix, to make it fluffy, right? There are agitators to move the mix around to make sure that it stays at a proper temperature. Right. There's a bunch of O-rings to make sure that there's no leakage and there's everything's moving through the system properly, right? There are blades 
in the actual machine that shave the mix to make it sure that it's at the consistency and the viscosity that you want, like that you're eating and drinking, right? Because yeah. you don't want to have a watery shake. That's the reason why it's moving on the inside, right? And then with the pump and with those blades involve motors, right? That move the pumps and then the blades on the inside, right? And then even the parts in the process of dispensing the ice cream or the shakes have a lot of different parts and things that can go wrong with it too, right? O-rings or little tiny things that make things come out particularly like with the the, – Diaphragm. Yeah, the – you know, all those different things that could make the actual machine not run correctly. Right. And – if like you know the syrup's not going in correctly for the for the shakes or or the ice cream's not coming out properly or fast enough, well, it's all in results of these different parts. And if the machine isn't performing properly, it's just not going to work. And then on top of all these things and all these parts and all these things that can go wrong with it, the machine needs to be properly lubricated, right? Why does your car have oil? To lubricate the engine so it doesn't seize up. Well, imagine if your shake machine with all these moving parts does not lubricate it properly. Well, it's going to seize up and it's not going to work Nothing's going to happen, yeah. Or you over lube it. And then at that point, you got like lube clogging up different holes that need that mix needs to go through. Right. And then in result, will make, sh- make the machine think that there's something wrong with it. Thus making it lock out, not being able to use it. Right. So, you know. Before you think that a fast food employee is just telling you that it's broken just because they don't want to serve you, maybe you should just refer back to this episode and think, hey, maybe the machine is, isn't actually broken. Right. Or maybe the machine is actually broken, right? I can't speak for every fast food employee, but I know for a fact that 99% of the time with the machines with so many moving parts that you know, there's so many opportunities to have something go wrong with them. And more often than not, the machine is actually broken. Yeah. So I was just going to say, I mean, there, of course, there are going to be people that are, you know, selfish and, and lazy. you know, are lazy. Right. Yeah. But I mean, they they break down a lot. They do. Yeah. I mean, they they, they should be updated, maybe. Maybe. In some, in some and, instances. But I feel like a lot of it comes down to is just the proper cleaning and putting back preparation together and, and equipment yeah because yeah. i mean like m- more often than not like the new machines aren't going to have the refrigeration problems they right. do right because you know that manufacturing has its faults and things happen oh, it's like course. that's why when you buy a new car and like you know after a couple months you have it it's already having issues it just happens right There's yeah a mechanical problem that needs to be fixed and it's usually covered under warranty right so it happens right but the thing is, it all comes down to the actual prepping and the putting together and then just just being like aware of what you're doing with the machine. And, and this goes for every single frozen dessert machine that if you're not taking care of it, it's not going to work because no company wants to be at fault for something that some a third party using their machine – with no integrity ends up selling something that they shouldn't be selling. Right. And then somebody gets sick or, or whatever. It's literally to keep the consumer safe. And obviously the company and to that avoid, you know, any yeah. collateral that they might get. 
and, you know, and then because I mean, people will just go back. Well, you know, this is you know this company's fault because they're the one who made the machine. It's like, yeah. well, they don't want to get any flack. Exactly, and I think that's really what it comes down to is you know the company. Like, okay, we're going to make it so it's completely foolproof. This machine's not working. It's not going – You, there's no way you can sell anything out yeah. of this machine. 100%. And, you know, there's no way to cheat it. There's no way – like, if you screw up the machine, it ain't going to work. It's like right. you go and you press a button. It's, it's like, sorry, ain't yeah. working. Right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, so I would just say that, you know, this myth – is definitely Mick busted, right? There's no way that I was going to ask you. Do you think it's Mick busted? It's definitely Mick busted. There's you just heard everything that can go wrong with this machine. There is no way. There's no way that majority of fast food restaurants are saying that their machine is broken when it's not actually broken. I agree. Especially, especially you and I both know working in fast food that it's really not that difficult to make ice cream or no, shakes it isn't. or anything. And in in fact, I'd almost prefer getting those over most orders. Exactly. It's literally just pressing a button and I could probably and speak for most fast food restaurants. Right. I mean, I think like um Chick-fil-A actually dispenses and like blends their shakes, but I mean even then it's like, you know, it, it could happen. It's and it's like I said, it's 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 not that difficult. I mean, you're you're it's a very simple procedure. Yeah. So there's no reason for us to be that lazy. Exactly. If we're that lazy, then your food is coming out much worse than yeah. just the, I would not say, getting shake. If they're that lazy, then you probably shouldn't go there anymore. Yeah. But to, I re- reassure all of you that the reason why these things happen is just because the machine's actually not working. For a legitimate reason. And then to keep the, the actual integrity of the dairy product that you may be eating, the machine will lock itself out. So you're not going to end up getting like curdled shake mix in your shake. So like, take it as a good sign, you know? Yeah. You should be, you should be thankful that the shake machine's not working. Yeah. Because like, you know, that means that something wasn't done properly and that they really just need, right. you know get their act together and yeah. figure out how to actually work it. Yeah. So. I think I this mean, is a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I, I hope that you guys learned a lot. Thank you again, Chloe, for bringing this up uh, because I, I really enjoyed doing this episode. Um, I would definitely say uh, just, you know, keep an eye out because we're probably going to be doing some more episodes like this or more McBusters episodes like this where it's maybe just one topic instead of multiple topics in mm-hmm. an episode. Depending things... on how meaty the Right, topic. exactly. This was, this was meaty. If this was a big topic, we're going to do a whole episode on it. So, exactly. Uh, don't be surprised if you see more episodes like this. In, and in, in and then, you know, if you know us personally or, you know, you want to hit us up on Instagram and tell us like, hey, maybe you guys should do an episode on this. Hey, we'll give you a shout out. We'll, we'll, we'll We're going to give you the creds for that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We're not going to be stealing ideas. No, 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 no. And then, you know, that maybe that would hopefully that give us more ideas because, you know, we're we're just two content creators, you know, coming up with stuff. And sometimes we need some help. Right. And another thing to add is if we are inaccurate at all at any point, feel free to correct us because we want to make that blatantly clear. If, if there is something that we screwed up, we call us out. Call us out on that. Okay. We just want it, We want that to be known. When? Whenever, whenever you catch it in the episode. If you catch us in an episode saying something that's not right, maybe we got our facts wrong, call us out on it and we'll, we'll, we'll give you the creds for that again. On I guess the next we'll spot. Just, yeah, we'll just do it. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess so. We don't want to be wrong. We want. We want everything to be right. Yeah, you so. know that's what that's what it is. Make busters. 
Right. We'll come back on it, man. We'll make another episode of, of what we're if doing we have just to. to correct it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess that just wraps us us here. I really hope that you guys learned a lot from this episode. And, you know, when you're going through these drive throughs and somebody tells you that the machine's not working, you'll think back to this episode and be like, hey, you know, I understand why it's not working. So yep. maybe it's for my own good. So um, we hope that we see you guys again on the next podcast. Be a lookout for our quick fix episodes and uh, make sure you guys subscribe on our, our Instagram. So this has been the Fast Food Fix. Oh, 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 oh